Holy cow, against all odds, we're here again. Welcome to Believe in the Dallas Cowboys. I would be Jeff Cavanaugh. From 97.1 The Freak in DFW, 2 to 6 p.m. on the Speakeasy. You should tune in or listen on the iHeartRadio app where we podcast every segment we ever do. This is my friend and co-host, Jesse Holly. Oh, Jesse Holly went 77 yards. It must be a reality show. And we would like you to know that this presentation is brought to you by our friends at Bet Online, your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, matchup reports, baseball, boxing, golf, and more. Bet Online continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device today. Sign up, get in on the action. Remember to use the promo code BELIEVE, B L E A V, for your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet Online, where the game starts. Jesse, I was considering converting my YouTube channel and renaming it and it'll just be called um correcting people on the cowboys but yesterday on the radio i didn't mean to because you know i hate the debate shows i hate the people who don't do any real analysis and they just say stuff but they got me and i played audio of dan orlovsky on mcafee talking about i'm really worried about what i'm hearing about dak and i was like all right i'm gonna i'm gonna just spend the next 10 minutes correcting stuff that people are saying because they're silly uh, Jesse, what have you heard lately? Go. So let me say this, and I, I've told I was on a couple content creators um, about a, two weeks ago, and my message to them was, we constantly say that we need, you know, guys like Olafsky and Shady and Skip and those guys off TV, and I get that it can be annoying, but they are necessary evils, and they're necessary evils because, like anything else. Um, when you get tired of a certain thing, you then go to find alternatives. And if there aren't people like you, um, like my brother uh, Skywalker, Vox Lombardi, um, Boss, Big Game James, and the likes of, of so many other who are legit cowboy content creators, if it wasn't for the people like Shady McCoy who spew the foul stuff, on a regular basis, um, you guys wouldn't be necessary. <laughs> and so I tell them all the time, I go, we need, I'm like, I'm like, let, let, as long as Shady does that, it's gonna drive people to you to hear true and real authentic content, real content, factual content. And I know because like, well, they got the big stage, that's fine. That that is fine. That that's the fat meat that sometimes people need before they go see the doctor and realize that I need to cut back on that and, and now have a healthier portion. Oh, and I had a brick. I had a, a brisket breakfast taco after my workout this morning. <laughs> I need to go work out again right now. But so, you know, but you hear things like, Oh, the competition and, you know, let's address the elephant in the room. The other day in practice, you, you saw what people didn't show is prior to uh, Trayvon Diggs saying what he said to Dak Prescott. There's a clip of Dak Prescott actually mouthing off to Trayvon Diggs as well. And yeah, if, they do it throughout practice, literally every practice. The two of them go at it. In any competitive sport, any competitive sport, I don't care what it is. If it's competitive, if there's time spent, if there is foxhole moments, if there is uh, 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 getting it out the mud. Whatever you want to say, if you have a brother, if you have a sister, if you have close cousins, 
if you have fake first cousins where your mom and they mom really good friends and they kind of might have like, you know, played dominoes together or hung out together or whatever, smoked cigarettes on the front porch and drunk a Pepsi or drunk a beer or something like that together and y'all called each other cousins, if there has been any of that, then you know that there's been a level of trash talk that takes place. Now, there is one rule that I have. This is one rule that I have no matter where the friendship at, the brotherhood is at, the competitive level is at. There are certain things that my best friend, when we talk to one another, that we can say to one another. It can get as nasty as it gets. As long as you do not ever, ever offer me to your private part. Okay, okay, you don't want to hear that one? Okay. We're, you, you can call me a B. You can come if I if, if we've gotten it out the mud, if we have been in a competitive atmosphere, we can go MFR, we can go BITCH, we can go. But if that corner lined up and said, Hey Jesse Holly, SMD, you'd punch him in the Whoa. face. That that's a fight. Now that's a fight. <laughs> that's a fight. But if the cornerback lines up and he goes, Man, you a B. Man, shut your B A up. Yeah. Oh, cool. Let's 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 boogie. Let's yeah. But if you offer me to get Johnson and Johnson, yeah, all gloves are off. All gloves are off then. But yeah. what Trayvon Diggs and Dak Prescott um, had in practice yesterday is not abnormal. It is absolutely normal. I mean, we've watched Des Bryant undress DBs. And they'll seen- sometimes fight. <laughs> and fight. They'll sometimes fight. And even, you know, guys, I'm awesome. well, because Tom, Tom Brady's always a standard for everything. Well, listen, I had a cup of coffee in the land of New England. My locker was a locker down from Tom Brady. I spent a little bit of time there. I've watched, I've watched Vince Wolfork undress Tom Brady. i watched guys like Brandon Spikes undress Tom Brady. My time in Cincinnati, i watched guys like Dexter Jackson. And anybody knows Dexter Jackson knows he's one of the loudest loud mouths there is. I've watched him undress Carson Palmer. I played with a guy named Ken Hamlin, uh, uh, who undressed Tony Romo many times in practice, using that very colorful language that Stefan Diggs used to, 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 to Dak Prescott. It doesn't matter because Tony talked back, Carson talked back, and for sure, Tom Brady talked back. It's a competitive situation. It's a competitive atmosphere. As long as you never cross the line, and this, and this is, I, I will say this for a lot of men, especially men, African-American men. If you offer me to your Johnson & Johnson, that's where it ends. Okay. Okay, we got it. All right. Just saying. Don't, don't do that to anyone. I do think there are some people where it's like, oh, no, that's one of the magic words. I have to fight you over that word. And that might be true in this, like if you were literally on the street and somebody was just walking up and like, you know what? You're a B. Yeah. Like, you yeah. might fight. It is a little bit different. Like, basically. If someone, uh, walked up you, if someone walked up to you right now on the street, right, and you're walking around and somebody looks at you and go, what, mother effer? You, automatically, you're going to get tense because there's no relationship there. Yeah, I would get a little tense, but I will tell you, you could literally call me anything in the street and I wouldn't fight you because I just don't have enough testosterone left. I'd be like, man, what's going on with you? You okay? <laughs> but but on the football field, they have plenty of tea. <laughs> they have plenty of tea. And they're going to talk a lot of crap. And in that scenario, I believe that was the second straight time Dak had run on a pass play. 
And it's just what you would say to a teammate of yours, literally at any level when they ran, it's to prove the point. Like, yeah, we covered them real well. You didn't try me. Did you like it? Coward P word, B word. Like he's just saying, try us. Yeah, we're winning mother. Mm -hmm. That's all it is. But it's like, so we've decided we're going to pick the cuss word that Trayvon Diggs used. And like, he doesn't respect his quarterback. It's, if he called him an MF and coward, he would have respected him, yeah. but he used the B word. It's insane that people think that in the probably, I guess you can say kind of MMA and boxing in the level of physicality and the most physical sport there is that you, you think it's all just super respectful. And hey, guys, don't do that. Hey, don't say it. No, no. Hey, Dak, I noticed we covered so well that you didn't attempt to pass. Ha ha, we did good and you didn't do as well. <laughs> like, it, it makes no sense. And I get the narrative that anything Dallas Cowboys would get clicks, but it, it's just laughable um, because, I mean, I, I've seen guys who are drinking buddies who have more colorful language than that. And, oh, and I'm, I'm more colorful than that on the golf course with my friends. Exactly. It ha Is it competitive? Yes. Anywhere that there's a level of competitive, when your heart rate gets up for the thing that you're doing, there's going to be, and it's all about the relationship. I, I like to believe that Trayvon Diggs and Dak Prescott has a really good relationship. The leader of the offense, one of the leaders of the defense, I think they're pretty good on the same pages. I'm going to push you. You're going to push me. You know, uh, C.D. Land catches a touchdown pass the other day, punched the football. Punch it. Punch it. I don't even know where the football landed at. It probably landed in Los Angeles. That means he didn't respect the guy who was covering him. He would. He didn't. He doesn't respect Michael that Parsons guy. literally un, threw him out the club. He doesn't respect Tyron. Tyron Smith threw him out the club. Doesn't <laughs> respect him. Doesn't respect him. He treated him. He treated him like a bee. Didn't respect him. No. 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 We're we're going to lock horns. We're going to be competitive. You know. You know what? There's no. Trayvon Diggs doesn't respect Dak Prescott if Dak Prescott breaks the pocket and runs like that and Trayvon levels him. Now, now we can talk. Now there's a level of, oh, you don't respect him. You don't respect him or his position on your football team. And well, he's also, like, I, I do think, like, it's just the way you phrase it, right? Like, there's one, there's, this is the way Shady phrased it, because I do think there's an element of, yeah, Trayvon Diggs is intentionally disrespecting Dak in, press, in practice. It means nothing about him as a quarterback or as a man. It means about when we're out here at practice, we're not on the same team because there's no other team here. My team is here. Your team is there. And I want you mad. And I want you out here battling. And I want my teammates to hear me going at you. And I want to lift them up. Like that, yes, that's real life. That's happening. It's yeah, just I got, I got Brandon Jacobs. I got Brandon Jacobs, former running back of the of the New York football giants. He's we're tweeting back and forth, and he's like, I would never say that to my quarterback. I'm like Brandon Jacobs. Like, you do know that I have friends that are, like really close friends that played on that New York football team, right? Like that has heard you. Yeah, you might not cuss out Eli Manning because that's your quarterback. It's on offense on the same side. But you've yeah. undressed, you've undressed defensive players. You Osiyora, <laughs> Justin Tuck, Pierre Paul. Like you've cussed those guys out many a times. And if you trucked one of them, I bet you called them the P word and a B word and all of that. If somebody and you comes, know why you did it. Because if, you're competing. If a DB comes and you're running on the outside and he, and he goes low on you, you're calling him a B. You're 100% calling him a B. Come on, B, don't go, don't go low on me. 
Whoa. Yeah. And that's your teammate. Um, so one of my and, and one of my favorite things is we we like it didn't take long for the like because I've been for 10 years at every Cowboys practice and training camp. And so like the idea that like uh you know that's not normal or people don't do that or whatever. Yeah, they did it to Romo, they did it to Dak. The talkative guys talk and um people in their 20s use cuss words while they're competing. It's crazy. Um and then, like, for some of the other quarterbacks that Shady was talking about, like, no, you'd never do that to Tom Brady. Like, I could literally text Jesse Holly, hey, did people talk shit to Tom Brady and disrespect him all the time? Yes, every day in practice. Great. Um, Josh Allen. Nobody would ever talk the way to Josh Allen. Josh Allen's literally been in fights in camp with his teammates. He has teammates who are willing to punch him in the face. And you mean to tell me that no one cusses at him? Right. What are we doing? What are we doing? We, saw, we, 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 we have a very vivid picture and remi reminder of Cam Newton. Super Bowl uh, league MVP, Super Bowl appearing quarterback, getting into an all-out brawl with Josh Norman. Why? Because they're two very talkative, competitive people. It happens all the – you think Richard Sherman, you think Richard Sherman in his days as one of the leaders of the, at the Legion of Boom never said anything disrespectful to Russell Wilson in practice? Oh, see, oh, okay, that's interesting because I actually wanted to go there because that was a team that actually did not respect their quarterback. Like that became a thing that the defense on that team did not respect Russ and they thought they he didn't do his part and they were doing their part. And that was a real story. Like that existed. And they won Super Bowl. They and if that existed Bowl. here, we would know it. Right. Because we've been around a lot. Like, no, that yeah, that that really happened where the defense didn't like Russell Wilson because Russell Wilson was kind of same thing as in Denver last year, right? Where he was kind of viewed as corporate. Like, he's not part of the team. He's part of the front office. Like, he's one of them. He's not one of us. You think that's how the, the team feels about Dak Prescott? Yeah. Who literally went to school to lead people? Yeah. Like, it's what he has degrees in. Y'all are silly. Y'all are silly. It's funny. Like, even which has been a knock. I've, I've, I've even knocked it sometimes. When you, when you begin to explain what are the uh, tangible attributes of Dak Prescott as a quarterback, the first, the first thing, the absolute first thing that comes out of anyone's mouth is leader, 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 leader. Every time. I mean, I'm always saying like, dang, they didn't say he had the best arm or the fastest leg. <laughs> this, this. Everyone always says, guys who just gotten there yesterday were like, damn, this, this dude's a great leader. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know how anyone can say, but again, I, I know how. I 100% know how. I don't know why it even gets that much traction because those that know, know, and those who are trying to say otherwise is just, it's, it's blasphemous, but yeah, evils. it's funny. Like shady takes it to a really special level of analysis because like when you go with your skips or your Stephen A's, like they haven't actually been in there. And so like, they can just make stuff up and say, I think that, but shady literally did it from a first person perspective. Like I played with these guys and people would never, and then other people who were there were like, um, yeah, they, yeah, yeah, they do. And they did. Uh, that's just funny to me that you would have like a personal first person perspective and be making it up. <laughs> but there, I mean, there is no limit to trying to get where you're going in your career. So shout out, you got a character to play. And that character is, I played for the Eagles and the Cowboys suck and have problems and blah, 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 blah. So shout out to Shady. They got to get Dave back out there. I, I like I don't I don't watch the show, but I'll see if right. something gets enough traction online, I'll see it. Right. I don't watch the show. Yeah. Even when one of my best friends on planet Earth is on the show, I don't watch the show because I just don't yeah. like that style of thing. It's just it's awful. Right. Um 
Hey, you want to do some, you want to do radio today for like five or 10 minutes? Yeah, sure. Why not? Okay. Cause I, yesterday I did, I was like, I try so hard not to acknowledge these people. And I know that I'm failing today because I'm going to play you audio and then talk about how stupid it is. And I shouldn't do this because I hate that they got me. I try to ignore it, but I saw it. And then today I think I'm gonna do the same thing where I'm going to pretend like I'm not going to do it. I'm not going to acknowledge this. It doesn't matter. It's stupid. I'm not going to give them time. And then I'll play the shady cut and then I'll be like, and here's Jesse Holly, who was at the same <laughs> field. Your thoughts. <laughs> So I'm going to call you somewhere around 410 today. Perfect. How about that? Perfect. Um, is there anything in real life happening at Cowboys camp that has your attention? Like it's all, it's funny because being out there, I like being out there. And I've realized the reason I like being out there now that I'm not is. The rudder room? Like being out there is about the content creation. Right. Like I don't think that being out there now that I'm not. I don't feel like I'm missing anything that's going to predict how they're going to play this year. That's going to like, sure. Somebody might have better insight on who's going to be the 49th player on the roster and who's going to be the sixth wide receiver, but there's nothing that is going to really ultimately matter to the outcome of this team season that's happening in training camp that I don't have access to. Yeah. It's just great to be out there. Cause you could stand at practice and be like, Ooh, that's an idea. Ooh, that's an idea. Like it's content creation that is good for it. Um, and it's cool to be around, but you know, it's not, it's not like there it's are these giant helps. things happening. What'd you say? I said, and it's mid seventies. It's better to stand out there in the mid. Oh yeah. The weather. No. Yeah. The weather and the rudder room are great. I love a cash only dive bar that smells like pee. That's my jam. I love the rudder room. I, I, I do want to say this on, on a cowboy topic and I, I want to give flowers to, um, to, I guess five people. And three of them come from the front office personnel, and two of them are players. And I want to give a ton of credit to Will McClay, Freaky Mike, and Dan Quinn. And the reason why I want to give them credit is because of the two off-season signings, the veterans that they've signed. They, they, they've signed two of the most vettiest veterans that you can sign. And, oh, you've and already, I, yeah, you can see it. Cooks, is, I mean Cooks is such a difference. Because – a lot of times, especially veterans who have cachet, who've had some time in the league, uh, who come with a little bit of, 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 of accolades on them, they will come in at times and be on their own agenda. We're going to do what we want, when we want. You know, I'm here to get paid. I'm, you know, I'm here for a one-year deal. But when you talk about adding veterans to the locker room to help your football team, not only on the field, but, it, you know, we, we laugh at uh, – you know, we'll laugh at a guy like um, uh, Udonis Haslam. Right? You're like, what is this dude still playing basketball? But Udonis was so important to the football, to the basketball team's uh, chemistry. It, it, he kept guys in line. He was the OG that you needed. And, you know, kudos to Brandon Cooks and Stefan Gilmore. I mean, two veteran guys who were signed this offseason and have come in and they made an immediate impact before they hit the football field. Traded right? for, just to be technical, traded for. Traded for, excuse me. But, but brought them in, right? You brought in these veterans. First thing Brandon Cook does out the gate, this is a guy who has tons of success, can come in and say, hey, I'm worried about me. I'm worried about getting my next 1,000 yards. I, I'm new here just like everyone else. He says, no. Jalen Tober, come here. Come here, young fella. Let's, let's have a conversation. Let, let me tell you about how this league works. Forget last year. It's done. Let me take you on the ring and show you what it means to truly be a professional. No knock against C.D. Lamb. No knock against Michael Gallup. 
but just some guys learn learn to lead differently. Brandon Cooks comes in and he says, takes Jelitoa by the by the hand and walks him through how to watch film, how to eat, how to practice, how to work out in the offseason. And that was you see the result paying dividends right now in training camp. Jalen Tober looks more confident. Jalen Tober looks more uh, uh, like himself, like the, the athlete that you saw on film before he was drafted. Uh, uh, what was it? Alabama, uh, wherever that was at, you know. And then the same thing with Stephon Gilmore, a guy who's a, 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 who was a defensive player of the year. He, South Alabama, right? Was out South Alabama. I'm trying to remember because I loved his college tape. And um, yeah, it was a one of the directional or small Alabama schools. Yeah, uh, South Alabama, yeah. Stephon Gilmore. This is a guy who's a defensive player of the year. He comes in here. He can easily be like, oh, man, listen, I'm, y'all got digs, whatever. I ain't got time for all that. I'm, I'm going to come in here and do what I got to do. But he's low. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to pour into Stephon, uh, Trayvon Diggs. I'm going to pour into uh, Nashawn Wright. I'm going to pour into to McCormick. Any and every guy who will listen, I will pour into. I will show them how to study. I will show them how to practice. I will show them how to be a professional each and every day. And, oh, by the way, they both are contributing in a major way on the football field. So kudos to those guys because the Cowboys finally got it right when learning how to, to bring in veteran leadership. Um, and they did that with Cooks and Stephon Gilmore. And I think this type of leadership will show up in those small places that can determine the outcome of football games. Those plays that we don't kind of always know what is happening or doesn't have the big impact in that moment. But when you go back and you watch film, you're like, oh, snap. If they would have got off the field right here, that would have been the game changer. Oh, snap. They picked up that third down that they needed to keep the clock running. Now they had to burn time out earlier in the third quarter. Now they don't have it in the fourth. We win the football game. Way to go, Brandon Cooks. So these are the veterans that make that stuff happen. So kudos to those guys. And I I can't wait to see how they continue to help this football team, both on and off the field. There is actual football and Cowboys analysis from former Cowboys wide receiver Jesse Holly. Check him out at 4.10 p.m. on 97.1 The Freak today when I call him. Uh, Jesse, have a lovely day. I'll talk to you later. I want to say, uh, uh, boy, my brother, my friend, my teammate, DeMarcus Ware, uh, you know, all this good stuff is happening to him. The Hall of Fame game and all that kind of stuff is happening. And and I just I, I appreciate who DeMarcus Ware was as a person, as a player and uh, as a Hall of Fame. So I bet he never called Tony Romo the B word. DeMarcus is too nice. He is too nice. <laughs> hey, Ratliff, on the other hand. Jay Ratliff Price said a lot. Yeah, yeah. And Ken Hamlin. <laughs> Uh, what the talkative guys are the fun guys to watch at practice um okay that'll do it for believe in the dallas cowboys brought to you by bet online remember you have no idea what anyone's going through so be cool to everyone even shady we love you be easy eliminate the contingencies